0: views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the host and his guests. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of the Texas Patriots PAC, its board of directors, or members. Opinions stated by the host and his guests are not to be considered as endorsements by the Texas Patriots PAC. Please feel free to email us at podcast at com. This is Bill Brenza, and welcome to This Week in Montgomery County Politics sort of a short week for political information due to the Thanksgiving holidays, so we're going to have a special treat today. I have uh, had the opportunity to do a short interview, about 10 minutes long, with the president of the Texas Patriots Pack, Julie Turner, and we're going to see that in just a few minutes. I also have some unfortunate news, and that is that we've had to postpone our fundraiser at the Saddle River Range. It is no longer going to be in December we hope to do it in January so I'm afraid you'll have to erase that from your calendar however the Christmas party is still scheduled for December 11th before we get into the interview with Julie there are a couple of items of interest that have taken place in um, Montgomery County even though we were at sort of a lull for Thanksgiving one of them is that we have a third entry in the race for mayor of Conroe so now the three people running are Webb Melder who is the current mayor, Toby Powell, and now Jim Gentry. So we'll be watching to see how this mayoral race runs. Uh, We've not necessarily covered Conroe politics much in the past, but we hope to cover it more in the future. So maybe we can even get these candidates to uh, come online and do an interview with us. Uh, I'm sure it'd be of interest to the people in Conroe who will be watching this podcast. The other thing that happened of interest was that Techstop had a meeting about the widening of 105 east of Conroe all the way over to Cleveland. From what I understand, the meeting was well attended. I didn't get a chance to go uh, to the meeting myself. And the only issue that really seemed to come up was that they are planning on having concrete barriers down the median uh, for safety purposes. And there was some question about whether they should have them at all or whether they should just have the the five-lane setup, like FM 1488, uh, and if they are going to have them, where are they going to be placed? dot said, from what I understand, that uh, the concrete barriers are a safety issue and it is not negotiable, but the cut-throughs are negotiable and that maybe they can move them to make the residents along FM 105 um, happier. Now that we've covered all the local interest stories in Montgomery County, here is the interview with Julie Turner. Hi, we're here again with Julie Turner. And right now we want to talk about the upcoming runoff for the city of Houston mayoral election. And it looks like Bill King actually has a, uh, a really good chance of, uh, beating Sylvester Turner. And, uh, Julie, I was sort of interesting to uh, hear your thoughts on the whole race.
1: Houston really has a, an opportunity to change directions now. Uh, The choice is between a uh, a liberal Democrat who has been in the Texas House for many many years, and a um, and a conservative businessman. So um, it seems like most of this, a lot of this election is turning on the election that we, that City of Houston just had with the HERO um, ordinance, and. there's a very clear difference between these two candidates. Sylvester Turner has made it clear that um, the HERO Ordinance, particularly if you read it, you, you, you will see that it is it is true that men entering women's bathrooms is not prohibited in this ordinance, and um, he's in support of having this passed. Um, it failed overwhelmingly in the city of Houston, but he's dedicated to getting that Somehow implemented in the city of Houston. Uh, Bill King is opposed to it. That doesn't doesn't make sense to him. He's opposed to it. So where you have dedicated people working for um, both sides, the turnout may be may be interesting in this election. As you mentioned, Bill, um, Mr. King actually does have a chance of winning this. Um, Houston is is fairly evenly split between Republicans and Democrats. If you looked at the last few elections, it's it's switched a few times depending on turnout. Um, so this election is December twelfth, which is a Saturday. And one of the things that we would like to do is to encourage people to go out and vote for Bill King for mayor. Um, they need to get their fiscal situation in cleaned up. Not and not he he does these commercials about making sure that the potholes are taken care of in Houston. BUT THE PENSION SITUATION AND, and the, the, uh, the, THE BASIC FINANCIAL FUNDAMENTALS OF HOUSTON NEED TO BE ATTENDED TO.
0: YEAH, THE, the potholes ARE, I THINK, AFTER THE, uh, the HERO ORDINANCE <laughs> were, WERE ONE OF THE THINGS THAT REALLY DRIVES THE ELECTIONS IN, uh, uh, in THE CITY OF HOUSTON. AND uh, SINCE I HAD THE UNIQUE OPPORTUNITY TO LIVE IN THE CITY OF HOUSTON DOWNTOWN INSIDE THE LOOP, for a couple of years, uh, I will tell you that uh, I thank God every day when I am here in the woodlands driving around on the great concrete roads we have and not ruining my car uh, in the city of Houston.
1: Well, high high quality roads or even adequate roads, that is something that people expect government to be able to, to take care of because that's a core function of it. Um, and i and I get that, and certainly we have been motivated to do lots for our roads up here in Montgomery county, and maybe we can re- we can come back to that and talk about the concrete roads in in the woodlands um but if you look at Houston, if you look at Houston and you look at the recent election of Dan Patrick as lieutenant governor um he made his his uh, the most important thing um in his election, the thing that you saw all the time was was uh, a was border security, um, was securing the borders, and he had a fence as his yard sign, and um, Houston is a sanctuary city. So it may be that this election turns on, let's get our fiscal house in order, because as Ted Cruz has pointed out recently, immigration is a is an economic issue. People taking jobs, people overloading the schools, people overloading the prisons, and all of those things are taxpayer funded. So um, we will see where this election goes, but it it could be not just potholes, but also immigration gets into this.
0: Yeah, I'd really like to uh, uh, see a a Republican mayor because I I think the people that live in the city of Houston have have sort of forgotten what having a a Republican mayor who's a fiscal conservative and and, uh, wants to actually get things done instead of posturing and and, uh, bringing in liberal Ideas and plans that don't ever seem to work out, uh, that, that they would begin to realize that there is a major difference and, and that Republicans can do a better job of, of running the city.
1: You know, you make a very interesting point there because, um, let's look at what's happening. We, we have a political, we have a, a, a federal election coming up where, we have a really di- deep um bench of candidates on the republican side and we have governors that are um there are more republican governors than democrat governors but the cities are largely run by democrats and we hear other places like detroit and some cities in california that are going bankrupt so we kind of intuitively understand that Republican more conservative policies are um, better for people at the top levels of government, but getting it down to the city level where things are um, um, not so not so clearly the, the issues with city government are not as clear to people as the issues for maybe the state or the, the national government. So we are having to um, exercise some discipline on the city level. And, and, and tighten up and, and take care of the, the pensions and the other promises that people have made to government employees. Those people, the firemen, the policemen, and all the rest, they took those jobs, um, with the assumption that certain things were going to be there for them when they retired. And they, those, those pensions should be there. And if the plans to, to, um, to fund them, and, and what happens with new people being hired, that needs to be a fiscally responsible, viable um, set of plans. So we need someone who is better at planning than Sylvester Turner likely is to be based on his votes before. Um, so what we see here is um, more conservative leadership um, from the top all the way down. And, and this would be a really historic victory coming ON THE HEELS OF the, THE HERO VOTE TO HAVE A, a REPUBLICAN MAYOR in, IN A in a CITY LIKE HOUSTON.
0: CERTAINLY WOULD BE GREAT BECAUSE WE HAVE STRONG REPUBLICAN uh, POLITICIANS IN MONTGOMERY COUNTY AND ALSO IN um, uh, Sugarland LAND in, IN THAT AREA. Uh, and, AND I THINK A LOT OF IT IS THAT, that um, SOMETIMES THE CONSERVATIVES THINK THAT THEY CAN'T EVER GET THE CITY OF HOUSTON. Uh, Back under fiscal control. So, uh, like everybody showing up here in Texas from California and New York, they, they vote with their feet and they just move into a, a, a more conservative county. Uh, so it would really be nice to give them a chance, uh, to give us a chance to have all three counties being run by fiscally republic, fiscally responsible politicians. Lots to say.
1: Yes, it would be. And, and Montgomery County voters can do a, um, we can do quite a bit to help with that so let me make an appeal right now if you live in montgomery county and you think that uh, bill king as mayor of houston would be better for houston and better for our region and better for our state then we will be the texas patriots pack will be um, volunteering um, to make phone calls to turn out the vote for people in the city of houston and if if uh, you are able to make a phone call and and ask people to turn out and vote, uh, please get in touch with us and we will we will hook you up.
0: And and the best way to get in touch with us is to go to our website, uh, the com, and right on the navigation bar up at the top there, you'll see volunteer. And if you click on that, you will get a form that you'll be <coughs> asked to fill out. And uh, in the um, text field down there, just fill in that you'd like to Work the phone banks for Bill King, and we'll set
1: you up. You know, Bill, you mentioned something a, uh, a little while ago about Montgomery County and the, the fine concrete roads that we have over here. And there's just a little comment I'd like to make about that. Those roads were poured, and uh, a long time ago, they were, they were thought to be um, reliable, durable roads. And they have been for a long time, but they are nearing the end of their useful life. And so, um, Commissioner Nowak has, um, when they did all of that road work in conjunction with the the uh, um, the pipes running down Grogan's Mill, running down research forest, they, they re-poured the concrete roads. But that's gonna have to happen all over the woodlands, and that expense is coming towards the woodlands. And it's not a woodlands expense, it's not a township expense, it's a Montgomery County expense. And so I just want to I just want to mention that because it it hooks into the work that we were doing on the road bond and the need to invest in the road and bridge fund because um, as communities are built out in in the woodlands those concrete roads are expensive the money to pay for that comes out of the road and bridge fund so we need to cover the maintenance of our roads out of our existing revenue that, that we pay for out of our yearly taxes. Um, so that would, you know, people say, I I just, I can't imagine all the passion that went into that road bond, but it was a fiscally responsible thing to do. It, it basically, um, uh, allows those commissioners to make, um, the choices that they need to, to cover the basic responsibilities of county government because they've got a road and bridge fund to draw from.
0: Well, this has been a rather wide ranging set of uh, topics. We started out here talking about, uh, Bill King, and ended up talking about the Road and Bridge Fund, but it's also been a fascinating discussion, and we hope to have you come back here in the near future and uh, have some more discussions with me on the podcast. I would love to. This ends our podcast for this week. I hope you all have enjoyed the content, and I'll see you all again
1: next week.